Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Rapid Fire on this Thursday, July 1st. I have to start off by saying thank God Pride Month is over. I'm so excited. It's July. And what do we celebrate in July? That's right. America, patriotism, all good things, all good things. So I'm super pumped for the fact that it's officially July. We're done with Pride Month. We're done with the degeneracy. But of course, the last week of Pride Month was probably one of the most degenerate that we've seen. And there was a lot that came out of it that was just all around disturbing, I would say. So we're going to get into a lot of that today. We're also going to be talking about the crime that has been spiking around America. Jen Psaki actually getting um, her own claims that Republicans were calling to defund the police. We're going to debunk all of those on video. We have a good compilation coming up. And then we're also going to be talking about some COVID news. And then we'll do a quick news blitz at the end of the show. But um, again, I just wanted to say... Happy July. Super excited that Pride Month is over, especially because it's been so insane. Um, I also wanted to start off, too, with I felt like the news cycle was very slow today. Um, at the beginning of the week, it was it was really um, it was really it, there was a lot. There was it was insanity. It really was. I felt super overwhelmed with the news at the beginning of the week. And then, of course, it always dies down toward the end. But if you go to certain news sites that cover what the mainstream media won't, you'll actually realize that there's a lot going on. We're just not hearing about it or seeing it. Now, I don't know if anybody's noticed this, but if you look at the trends on Twitter accounts or just on Twitter as a whole, during Trump's presidency versus what it is now, all of the Twitter trends are so boring and stupid. They're about culture. They're about the Kardashians, Michael Phelps. I don't even know what's trending right now, but it's nothing, it's nothing newsworthy. Whereas when Donald Trump was in office for four years, the Twitter trends were always about Trump. They were always about racism, Nazis, about how America was being destroyed. There was a constantly this negative news cycle. But of course, now that Joe Biden is in office and America really is deteriorating and we're actually living through what the left said we were living through under Trump for the past four years, they're completely silent. I mean, we literally had CNN celebrating uh, China's 100-year anniversary for communism. And I believe, I don't think it was Tiananmen Square. It might have been, but... um are celebrating communism. Putin's laughing in our faces as are various other foreign leaders. And uh, that's where we're currently at. But let's go ahead and talk about, firstly, the last week of Pride Month, which was the most insane. And I want to start off with this video today. So this is from the Ohio State House. And basically, um, Representative Jenna Powell, who I would assume is a Republican, tried to make an amendment to a bill banning biological males from female sports. So starting off, number one, this was Ohio Democrats' response to her trying to make an amendment to this bill. Again, trying to protect women's sports. It's absolutely hilarious. Just listen to this. Okay, so these Ohio Democrats are literally having a tantrum, banging their fists on their desks as this woman is trying to make an amendment to this bill because that is how badly they want to destroy women's sports and have biological men a part of the Olympics, a part of your young daughter's soccer game on a Saturday, that this is how intent they are on completely destroying biology completely destroying science completely destroying just any normalcy in our country this is the point they've gotten to they're now having tantrums 
during these hearings for bills. It's absolutely hilarious to me. What the hell is going on in this country? I mean, more than anything, this just shows the perfect example of how we actually have children running our entire country. Some of you are saying that you can't hear the sound. Again, I just explained it to you. It's Democrats having a damn tantrum, banging their fists on desks because there was an amendment to a bill that would not allow, again, biological men to compete in female sports. Now, speaking about this issue as well, that's not the only insane thing that came out um, these past couple of days. This is from Blaze Media. He has a penis. Outraged woman claims spa allowed naked man in female area in front of young girls because he identified as a woman. In a video that's quickly going viral, an outraged woman confronted an employee behind a counter to spawn demanded to know why a naked man was allowed to enter a female-only section in front of young girls. Uh, apparently, this was a spa in you guessed it, California, Los Angeles, where else would we expect this from except for California? This is the wee spa that allowed a man into a woman's wet spa section where all of the women were naked. Mothers were there helping their young daughters and teens, and apparently wee spa just allowed the man access because he said that he was a woman, and he exposed his testicles and penis slinging left to right in front of young girls, teens, and grown women. Uh, this comes from Instagram Hubert user Cuban Angel who uh, came out with this story and let's just go ahead and watch some of this video because again this is where we've gotten to in society um, we now have mothers having to go and confront people at spas because they are allowing grown men to expose themselves indecently in front of their children but sexual orientation I see a dick it lets me know he's a man he, he's a man he is a man. He is not no female. He is not a female. He is not a female. Hold on. He ain't no woman. Uh-uh. Yeah, give her her money back. There's no such thing as transgender. He has a dick. Okay? He has a penis. He has penis is hanging out. Okay, no, I'm not one. Actually, I'm a woman who knows how to stand up and speak up for my right. As a woman... I have a right to feel comfortable without a man exposing himself, okay? No, you go somewhere else, okay? So that's right. No, he's not a transgender. He has a penis, just like you do. Okay, I just first off want to say big ups to this mom for being the voice of reason in this whole insane situation where she's with her kid, there's a grown man indecently exposing himself in front of young girls. And then, of course, you have to have your white savior liberal who comes in and goes, um, are you talking about a transgender person? And, of course, she's like, that doesn't exist, blah, blah, blah. I mean, you guys heard her. I'm not going to repeat because I'm not trying to get this stream banned. But this video is absolutely hilarious, um, not because this happened, but because, uh, again, this white liberal felt the need to come up to this woman who sounds like she's a minority, let's be honest. Um, it's so funny to me how white liberals are always uh, speaking for minorities all the time and trying to put them in their place and trying to tell them what to think and how to act. This mother, severely concerned about the fact that grown men are just walking around this spa and the mom's to blame? This gentleman is telling the mom to go somewhere else? Telling the mom to leave? Absolutely disgusting and ridiculous. And to be quite honest with you, apparently YouTube guidelines say that you can't say the word pedophilia, but that's exactly what this is. That guy is 
an accomplice to pedophilia for allowing a grown man to indecently expose his genitalia to young children, young girls who would not have otherwise seen that. It's absolutely disgusting to me. That guy's a pedophile accomplice. And yes, pedophiles try to add a P to the LGBTQIA2. Apparently, two-spirit is a gender as well. I learned that uh, a couple days ago when I was reading an article. Uh, apparently, it's LGBTQIA2+. The two-plus is two-spirit. I just, I can't even keep up anymore. It's absolutely hilarious to me. But these are the people who have a lot of power in our country and are just straight up destroying our children and ruining their innocence. And we see things like this too. Um, you guys thought that was bad. It gets worse. This is male to female trans kids swimwear. Uh, Josh Lakash says the pedos are out in the open. We must make them afraid again. And uh, as you guys can see here, it is a little boy who is posing in a bikini. He looks very sexualized in this. There's a lot of skin showing, to be quite honest with you. I don't like it when any little kid is in a bikini, uh, even little girls. I think that we should not be sexualizing our children. Uh, but again, going to the website of this, it says that this is transgender swimwear. If you are a transgender person with male genitalia and you want to swim during the hot summer days, it's important to feel comfortable in a well-fitting bikini or bathing suit. That's why Transmissy has developed a transgender swimsuit line that is comfortable, sporty, safe, and feminine. Um, the tops and suits have separate compartments for your breast prosthetics, and the clothing contains a special elastic to hide your genitals as comfortably and effectively as possible. And if you think that was the worst part, um, apparently there's a, a like you know this is like the commonly asked questions portion, and uh, there's. Transgender swimmer, do you, you do you choose the thong, briefs, or shorts? And this these questions are under the kids swimwear for boy or girl transgender swimwear. Which swimmer do you choose? A thong, briefs, or shorts? Why in the actual hell are they questioning if you should put your child in a thong? I, am I the only one that sees how disgusting and disturbing this is? What in the actual hell is wrong with our society today? You know. It all started out with, oh, we just want to get married. Oh, we just want to be able to be proud and have a flag. We just want to be able to walk around and not feel like we're going to get beat up. Look at where we're at now. You give them an inch, they took the whole damn country. And now our kids are being put in transgender bikinis. Also, don't forget that they made a crochet penis if your baby is transgender and you kind of just want to, uh, you know, uh, psychologically mess them up a little bit earlier than that. Uh, that then they would have been able to, to do themselves, I guess. So, um, yeah, I really don't like speaking about these issues because it truly makes me upset. I don't like seeing our children attacked in this country. It's disgusting to me. And, uh, that's, that's not all guys. That's not all. So this is from the New York post. Parents speak out about the rush to reassign the gender of their kids. Now, 60 minutes did a really great piece about this as well, where they went and they talked to detransitioners. And a lot of the detransitioners were talking about how their doctors were even scared to question them a little bit further about how they actually felt about their sexuality because they don't want to be called a bigot. And this is a common trend that we're seeing now where doctors are even afraid to counter what their transgender young teenage patients are feeling because a lot of the times and many people who have been teenagers, which I'm sure at one point or another, everyone in this chat was or is, you felt anxiety, you felt depression, you felt a little bit weird. When I was younger, I felt like I was a tomboy. Did that mean I was transgender? Absolutely not. 
Now let's read into this article. Single mom Brie was visiting the pediatrician's office with her 15-year-old, a child struggling with anxiety, when the doctor said, if you don't affirm your daughter's gender identity or get her the help she needs and she kills herself, you're going to feel awfully guilty. Brie, who asked the Post to publish only her nickname for fear of being doxxed by transgender rights activists, was horrified, not only by the insinuation her teen would commit suicide if she didn't transition, but also the fact that the general practitioner issued the warning in front of them both. And um, this article, again, goes on to talk about how many experts now question the threat that they say is commonly used by medical professionals. So basically, uh, they believe many doctors are so scared of the legal transphobe that they automatically present skeptical parents with a doomsday scenario. Would you rather have a dead son or a living daughter or vice versa? So that's where we've gotten to. Doctors don't even feel comfortable or safe to actually question these kids who, again, are having anxiety. They're dealing with normal teenage emotions. Everybody went through it. But we as a society have told them, no, it's probably your gender. You probably just need to, you know, have a surgery and completely ruin your whole life because that's going to cure your anxiety for you. We, we as a society do not teach anybody how to cope with their own emotions or teach them that, hey, this is a normal thing. And you just need to get over it. You need to be tough. Stop victimizing yourself. Because again, our society, we push victimization so much in regards to race and now in regards to gender that people are permanently altering their lives to try to seek this, this fake sense of euphoria that they think they're going to feel if they cut their breast off or if they tr- create a penis and, you know, put it down there instead of their vagina. I don't I don't know. I don't even like talking about these issues because it's weird. It's uncomfortable. I don't like it. So uh, that's what's going on on that front. Doctors can't even be doctors anymore. And uh, yeah, we're pretty much living in peak insanity. So what else happened during the last week of Pride Month? Uh, You thought Pride was like all about love and peace and unity? Absolutely not. Uh, Food vendor 66 was attacked during out-of-control Pride party in Washington Square Park. Reveals revelers broke his nose and left him fearing for his life after he refused to swap his U.S. flag on his cart for a rainbow banner. So he was a 66-year-old Egyptian immigrant who was selling hot dogs and apparently... um, He had hot sauce thrown in his eyes when a woman attacked him for flying the American flag instead of the pride flag. So that's who the LGBTQ community is. Don't forget that, anybody. At least three people were also arrested earlier on Sunday afternoon during this Washington Square Park Pride Parade. Um, NYPD officers had to use riot gear and pepper spray on park goers. And uh, again, I'm just going to show you some of these pictures so sad to see there's his American flag in the background. And uh, here's this 66 year old Egyptian immigrant who was beaten to almost inches of his life because he was flying an American flag and get this America. There you guys go. Last year, it was a MAGA hat. This year, it's an American flag. You fly the American flag, you get beat up. You don't have the right political leanings or ideologies or thoughts. And guess what? The government is going to set you up for, I don't even know. The government's going to set you up. They're going to ruin your life, put you in jail, and throw away the key. That's America in 2021. This is America in 2021. Immigrants, old man, beaten to a pulp because... 
he wanted to fly the American flag in America. And I'm just going to play a little bit of this video because, it, yeah, I mean, it's heartbreaking to see the, the police had to come in. They had to save this guy. They had a whole group that had to basically come rescue this old man because the LGBTQ community was so out of control from seeing an American flag that they beat this man to a pulp. And also in the story, uh, they said that he allegedly used a, a slur towards them. He said that never happened. Uh, and then they, they started attacking him. So that's America in 2021. Absolutely heartbreaking to see. Um, but again, it still gets worse. I wish we were at the end of the degeneracy. But like I said, they really saved the best for last this Pride Month. And all of the most degenerate and gross topics came out this past week. So uh, this is from Lauren Rowello, who goes by they, them pronouns. Uh, she said her eight-year-old explored makeup for the first time tonight. They tried on an eyeshadow to make clouds, some flowers, and lots and lots of eyeliner stamps. They shrugged, maybe I'll go on drag race when I'm older. Now, the thing about this they, them mother, whose eight-year-old is apparently also going by they, I wonder who taught him that. Um, she also wrote this article in the Washington Post. Yes, kink belongs at Pride and I want my kids to see it. I'm not reading into this article because it will make me upset enough to the point where I start yelling. But basically, she talks about how there were men in like leather bondage suits. And, you know, they have those weird guys, too, who like dress up as puppies and they all lead each other on leashes. They were whipping each other in the street. She had her toddler right next to her and her kids were like, what is happening? What is this? And she was like, oh, these people are just this is what they are. And we need to love them and accept them. So she also wrote this article. And uh, as Matt Walsh points out. The woman who wrote the article calling for kids to be exposed to kink has a husband who is now her wife. Their eight-year-old son dresses in drag. She identifies herself as gender vague, a tornado of dysfunction and confusion. This is what the left wants every family to become. And this is a very important point because it really was with the destruction of the traditional family that we started seeing the destruction of Western culture of America as a whole. I mean, go back to the 50s, go back to when women were in the kitchen and look at how society was. It, to be quite honest, it seemed to be a lot better. I was watching a documentary on uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg the other night, a CNN documentary, um, because I wanted to know a little bit more about her life, about why all of these leftists love RBG so much. And, um, you know, she grew up during a time when women, they didn't have the right, as many rights as we do now. We, they weren't able to go to work. So she was fighting for all of that. But, you know, back in that time and back during those days, women did seem a lot happier. They were provided for, they had nice families, Their the divorce rates weren't as high as they are today. There weren't 58 trillion genders. We didn't have they, them mothers trying to uh, show their kids kinks in the streets. We didn't have the LGBTQ community sh like, you know, swinging their dongs around spas in front of children. So um, yeah, you know, the times have really changed, I would say, and not for the better. I was also listening to some classic music last night and um, classical music last night. I was listening to listening to uh, Tchaikovsky, and it just made me realize and think about how beautiful music used to be, how you used to have full orchestras of people with 
handcrafted instruments, making beautiful music. We used to have intricate churches and buildings. People used to dress in beautiful, intricate dresses. They had big powdered wigs. We did live in a time and we did have a society that at one point was beautiful and creative and artistic. I went and I saw the Sistine Chapel. It was so beautiful to see. Look at modern day art. Look at modern day architecture and listen to modern day music. Look at our society today. The traditional family is dead. Everything is ugly. And our society as a whole has completely degraded. This is where we're at. We're at a point now where lesbians can't even have a Facebook group because they weren't including men. They were trying to discuss women's rights and lesbians aren't even allowed to be lesbians anymore. Apparently lesbians are also uh, transphobes. I forgot what they call them, TERFs, TERFs, uh, because they refuse to accept men into, you know, like the feminist movement and whatnot. So um, there you guys go. That's what's happening in our country. We also have a transgender woman who won Miss Nevada um, making history for the first time. And let's just take a peek at what uh, this person looks like here. It really is baffling to me that this is the most beautiful person in Nevada that claims to be a woman. Um, I don't believe that for a second, but there you guys go. Women can't have lesbian Facebook groups. The women can't have pageants. Women also can't have, um, yeah, Victoria's Secret modeling anymore. Uh, former Victoria's Secret model blast decision to include transgender and plus size underwear model. She said it's a joke. I don't know who this model is, but I just wanted to read that headline off to you because I was trying to buy, um, a shirt today. And I was like, Oh, this is such a cute crop top. What would this look like on me? And the model was an obese woman. And the crop top just looked like a stretched out picnic blanket. And the shape of the piece was gone. The look of the piece was gone. And I just realized that's where we're at as a society. Now it's just only obese or transgender models. So if you're an actual woman, and you would like to go online shopping and see how a piece is going to look on your body. Well, guess what, if you're not obese, or formerly a man, it's not you're not going to know how it's going to look on your body type, you're just gonna have to buy it and find out. So that's where we're at in America. Uh, I weep for our country. I really do. I really do. And um, to wrap this up, the last week of Pride Month, thank God it's over. Uh, probably one of the most insane things that came out of it. Aldi London, uh, this person insisted insists they're transracial and got surgery to get Korean eyes. Aldi London, um, here is the video right here, uh, says that transracial is a thing. I invented it. If you can be transgender, you can be transracial. Live your life to the fullest. Be who you want to be and spread love. Ali London, transracial. And then there's that video right there of this person with Korean eyes. Transracial. I, you know, every single time I think I've seen it all, a British man turns Asian and I'm back to square one. And I feel like this still isn't peak insanity because I have previously some seen someone. Oh, sorry, guys, I'm having allergies. I have, um, previously seen somebody who identified as a genderless alien and they got all of their genitalia like cut off. It was terrifying. Yeah, that was probably peak for me. So I mean, this is shocking, but it's not peak. Anyway, the last week of Pride Month was absolutely the worst. I'm glad it's over. Of course, um, that community is still going to wild out. We're still going to have to see their just gross degeneracy. But um, at least the month is over for it. Uh, again, going back to M Matt Walsh's Twitter account, he says, 
There will never be unity. One side of the divide thinks that children should go to drag shows. Women have penises. Infanticide is good and all white people are racist. There's no common ground between us. I despise their worldview and have no respect for those who ascribe to it. 100% Matt Walsh. And again, a lot of people try to be like, oh yeah, like America's a huge melting pot. Like everyone can just get along. It's super cool. Like peace and love, bro. No, no, I'm sorry. But to be quite honest with you, Christian people cannot coexist and live with the LGBTQ community. I'm just going to be honest, because if you're a true Christian and you're living biblically and you're living a biblical life, then those types of worldviews are going to contrast with what you live out and what your beliefs are. You cannot have these cultures that are coexisting and all of these people that are coexisting, because as you can clearly see every single day, and this isn't even just like a sexuality or a religious thing. As you can see every single day, there's various cultures in America and they all seem to clash quite a bit and it's not good. And you can't find common ground with people who are trying to attack your children at the end of the day. So uh, there you guys go. Now let's get a little bit into, oh, I wanted to show you guys this picture too, because this is, um, I'm not even going to remember her name because it's not worth it to me. The uh, activist athlete that was at the Olympics who had a tantrum because they played the national anthem. Uh, this was a picture of her a couple years back. She had the American flag. And then this is probably her after a couple of a critical race theory classes. She's holding up that activist athlete t-shirt, um, you know, just uh, proudly showing off her hate for America. Now, we're going to get into politics, another one of our favorite subjects. Uh, this is one of the last stories I saw to come out of the news cycle today. People feel threatened or people feel treated like shit. Kamala Harris runs abusive office. Biden team concerned report says, okay, I just want to, before we get into this article, who would have thought that Kamala Harris, Harris was an abusive boss and ran a toxic workplace? Not me. Good Lord. Kamala Harris, that laugh that genuine, genuine personality. I never would have expected it. Never in a million years. Never. You know, my favorite part too about anybody who criticizes Kamala is that the media will come after them and say, you're criticizing her because you're racist or because you're a bigot, because you're a sexist. It's because she's a brown woman. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even going to say she's black. I'm not even going to say she's Asian. She's just brown. Uh, she's a brown woman. And that's why you're, you're, um, coming down so harshly on her and criticizing her. That's what the media has resorted to. They do the exact same thing with the Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot. So this article reads, Vice President Kamala Harris reportedly um, runs an abusive office where morale is low, staff concerns and ideas are ignored, and aides are often surprisingly surprised with hastily made decisions like Harris's recent visit to El Paso, Texas. Why was it? Uh, why was that a hastily made decision? Can anyone answer me that? Oh, because Donald Trump said he was going to go, and then Kamala realized she needed to get off her ass and went instead but did she go to the actual dirt border where the wall was and where all the immigrants were crossing no she went to a migrant facility which was like 30 or 50 miles away from the actual border um so yeah there you guys go um apparently this is a quote from one of the officials interviewed people are thrown under the bus from the very top they are short fuses and it's an abusive environment said one person with direct knowledge of how the vice president's office is run that's not a healthy environment and people often feel mistreated it's not a place where people feel supported but a place where people feel treated like shit. apologies on the cursing i'm just reading what the quote says so um there's your your vice president there's your first female vice president a psychomaniac Maybe women shouldn't be leaders. Example A. I don't know. 
Some good news, though, coming out of California. The recall election to oust California Governor Gavin Newsom is set for September 14th. Guess what, guys? If you actually do get loud, your voices are heard. You can make a change. Gavin Newsom will potentially be recalled September 14th. Uh, I know some rumors were circulating that he's already trying to uh, rewrite the way that things are done in regards to these recall elections so that way he can't be ousted and they can't even have this election. So we'll see what happens come September 4th. But Californians are pissed off with Gavin Newsom. They don't feel like he's an effective leader and they want him out and they're uh, having their voices heard. So good for them. Good for them. And are we going to see any of these other two stories that I just mentioned in the media? No. Why not? Because uh, never forget who brings you the news, as Jesse Kelly says here. Um, this is from Ryan J. Riley. Back when Ferguson riots were taking place, he said, I believe these are rubber bullets. Can anyone confirm? It's a picture of earplugs. It's a picture of foam earplugs, but it gets worse, guys. Uh, Jesse Kelly gave us a part two of Never Forget Who Brings You the News. And it's a picture of CNN commentators, all four of them, one of them, the only brown woman holding up a sign that says, I can't breathe. And then the other three white women with their hands up because, you know, probably hands up, don't shoot for Mike Brown, which is a... Uh, lie a known lie that's already been debunked that's who brings you the news propagandist owned by china they learned from the best good for them now jen saki has been called out on her lies dave rubin's team put out this great uh this great compilation of all of the democrats who were calling to defund the police let's watch this really quick Yes, I support the defund movement. Why use the word defund? Why use the word defund? And it's like, this is the word that's coming from the street. Many affluent suburb, suburbs have essentially already begun pursuing a defunding of the police in that they fund schools. Not only do we need to disinvest for in police, but we need to completely dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. The Minneapolis Police Department is rotten. To the oh, okay. Defund the police oh. does not mean abolish the police. Uh -huh. It means a dramatic reduction. Perhaps just a couple yeah. of months ago, gotcha. some might say gotcha. that gotcha. the other party was. Okay. So, uh, yeah, defund the police or, or abolish the police does not mean abolish the police. It just means a dramatic reduction to where we're essentially, uh, you know, abolishing the police, but not quite. Uh, just enough police to keep the city council members and uh, all the politicians safe who uh, advocated and called to defund the police. Uh, amazing, amazing. Lori Lightfoot also said that crime is not out of control in her city. I'm not going to play the video because I don't like looking at Lori Lightfoot. She scares me. She really does. Why is her hairline so far back? She's like Lester Holt, except scarier and a woman. I think. Uh, anyway, let's keep going, though, on the crime spike all across America. This comes from the Washington Post. A TV news crew was reporting on a crime spike. Then robbers demanded they hand over their camera. And where did this happen? In Oakland. Yeah, they just did another very huge, uh, I believe it was 18 plus million dollar budget cut to their police department. Filming, filming outside a city hall in downtown Oakland, California, a TV news crew was interviewing a city official for a story about a recent spate of violent crime when the journalists became victims themselves. The Oakland Police Department said a scuffle broke out as the robbers demanded the cameraman hand over his equipment, but the news crew security guard pulled out his own gun and ordered the would-be robbers to leave, and they left without stealing any equipment. But that's the absolute state of America. You go to report on a violent crime rising in America, and you get robbed as the news crew reporting. Now, um, 
a lot of Matt Walsh tweets, guys, for this show. I, I guess he was on point with the news cycle, and I really liked what he had to say. Uh, so this comes from the New York Post. The headline reads, a man who killed his five-year-old son over cheesecake headed to prison for 20 years. Matt Walsh makes the point he beat his five-year-old son to death and gets less time than Derek Chauvin. Of course, he will not hear the same cries for a harsher – we will not hear the same cries for a harsher, pen, harsher penalty. Woo! I'm getting tongue-tied today, guys. I'm going to slow it down. So – I'm going to read a little bit into this story because it is heartbreaking. And um, this is our justice system. Man who killed five-year-old son over cheesecake headed to prison for 20 years. A Wisconsin man who admitted that he punched and killed his five-year-old son over a slice of cheesecake is headed to prison for 20 years. Um, he was sentenced on Tuesday um, after his son died from a ruptured stomach. So apparently, where's the actual story here? Yeah. Travis Stackhouse, 30, was sentenced Tuesday for the 2019 death of five-year-old Sir Amir, who reportedly died from a ruptured stomach and other injuries after his father got violent with him for having one piece of cake Stackhouse received on Father's Day. So there you guys go. It's a hard story to read. And uh, that's, our, that's our justice system in America. <laughs> You can beat your five-year-old kid to death and you're going to get less time in jail than Derek Chauvin did for doing his job and following protocol that the police department trained him to do while George Floyd was high on fentanyl and died from an overdose. Cool. Cool. Super great. All right, guys, I have a couple more stories here, but honestly, I'm kind of tired tonight. So let me just skip to the end of the articles that I was going to show you. And then we can get to some super chats. Um, this is an important story, actually. Let's let's just do a quick news blitz, and I'm going to run through these really fast. Election officials in New York City have retracted their latest vote totals for the Democratic primary for mayor. They say 135,000 test ballots were inadvertently included in the count. I thought that all our elections were safe and that there was no way that there could be any way that votes could be miscounted. Uh, you know, this is like something, this reminds me of uh, something that recently happened that everyone was centered and nuked off of the face of the earth for talking about on social media. So um, apparently, yeah, 135,000 test ballots accidentally counted in the Democratic primary for mayor. And uh, I also want to make another point on this story that I thought was quite interesting. Many CNN pundits were coming out and saying, don't expect to know the results of the, um, the primary race for mayor on election night. So that's just our new normal now. We never know the results of elections on election night anymore. There's your new normal. Um, again, we saw a lot of that happening last year, and uh, now it's just a common talking theme here. All right, last story of the night, and then we are going to get to your guys' super chats. What's my last story? Let's end with this weird-ass video, because I saw it, and I was like, what the hell is going on? All right, but let's just watch this. I, I can't even explain it. You guys just have to watch it, because what the hell? Stealing my mail. It is? You're, fact, yes, taking you're taking my my property. Well, you know, there's been a lot of comings and goings of UPS trucks in this neighborhood. What about what about a that? lot of packages coming so? to this house particular? Well, something's going on in there. Something's so, going on. So in it's, there. it's, it's no, Amazon. I'm the it's my Amazon I'm wish sir, list. I'm taking the package. No, you're not taking no, my package. Am, That's no, my stuff. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse no. me. Oh, oh my God! I, me. I did not you kill you. Me. You're fine. Oh my God! 
you sprayed me with whatever that stuff is. Okay. This video is so ridiculous that I feel like it has to be fake. But also, I wanted to play it because I feel like this is your average white liberal, to be quite honest with you. They really are this crazy. I've seen it time and time again. And uh, yeah, there we go. So uh, I just wanted to end the show with that video. I have a couple of other stories I could have gotten to, and I just didn't because I'm tired tonight, guys. I'm sorry. Um, I was in Vegas for vacation this past weekend, and uh, I drank too much alcohol, and now my body's dying. So I promise I'll be back next week with better content for you. But let's go ahead and get to some Super Chats now. Oh, actually, before you guys go to, um, and before I read these Super Chats, super exciting news. I know we don't love Apple, but I did get approved. Um, this podcast got approved, and it is now available on Apple Podcasts, which I'm really excited about. The link is down below. If you want to listen to this show without any ads, um, you know, if you're on YouTube and you don't pay for YouTube premium, actually just kidding. I don't even monetize my videos. I forgot about that. So there wouldn't be ads either way, but still go and check out the podcast on Apple podcast. I would absolutely love it. If I could get a hundred reviews ASAP, just to, you know, kind of show that the, the show was credible, you know, give us some clout. So go and click that link down below. Leave me a review. Uh, let me know what you guys think of my new podcast art too. And if you want to listen to this show, just audio only, or, you know, again, you don't pay for YouTube premium and you want to be able to close out of the YouTube app and still listen to what I'm saying. The podcast link is down below. Please go leave a review. Let me know what you think of the show. And um, I think ultimately what's going to end up happening is I'm going to start live streaming the show. But after the live stream's over, uh, the show will be on podcast only and I will put out clips on my YouTube channel.